When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most family-friendly podcast network. Let me pitch you a scenario, because I've been in this situation before, and I bet you can relate. So you're going somewhere for D&D, and it's like a campaign that you've been doing for a while, and then when you get there... It turns out that one of your friends isn't available, like they're sick or whatever, but everyone's really keen for D&D and you didn't really have anything else planned and you don't want to do the main campaign because that would be unfair to the person who can't be there. But like I said, everybody's still keen for some high adventure fantasy. And they're like, well, what do we do? Well, with Describe, you could basically pull an entire campaign out of nowhere, out of your ass, and sate your friend's powerful desire for Dungeons & Dragons. See, Describe is a service which provides descriptive text of places, people, monsters, spells, and other observations, typically known as box text, for you to whip out on the fly and just read to your players. There's currently over 1,400 scenes written up by a team of professional writers with more coming every day. So it doesn't matter if someone's sick or unavailable to your game because now you have the ability to pull a brand new adventure out of basically nowhere. So to get started, visit describe.com, that's D-S-C-R-Y-B.com slash nerds, and use the code nerds at checkout to save 10%. Once again, that's D-S-C-R-Y-B.com slash nerds, and use the code nerds to get 10% off. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 21 of Zombie Plague Child. I'm still speaking in final over here, last time on the episode. The Lich Asarak has harnessed the power of an entire plane just to power some funny cogs in one of his many dungeons. On one floor of his many dungeons. Sit in. Chair. Do you reckon we should sit in there? I think we must. <laughs> oh my god, this is the best sleepover ever. Oh my god, this is so bad. Adam, you didn't have to do that. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Question, Adam. Uh, yeah. Fuck, Cass, you're evil. No, I'm not. Right now, you kind of are. I am. So, I'm... you you scoop up the 5,000 gold coins. Flask of wine is none the wiser. Artis Simber gasps and falls backwards onto his ass at about the exact same time the Valindra Shadow Mantle also enters the room. Valindra gestures towards the cauldron and says, I can see you. You might as well enter the material plane now. Pop's best day ever. As I run up to Peggy Deadbells and raise my sword to fight her, I just say, you're really fucking ugly and I look like this. She turns around and both of you look into Tiffany's face. You look upon the second Tiffany trapped in the cage. Her sad face looks back at you. Except it's not injured, is it? No, it... 
Oh, it's yes, a, it's it, whole, but not good. Her face is, like, wizened and awful. It is a sad-looking creature. Does it, does it... Tiffany is... Tiffany's... This Tiffany's face is complete, but okay. she looks sick. Sick and awful and malformed. Does she recognize me? She looks at you and does not recognize you. But... but I reach out to hold her hand. I look at this Tiffany... She recoils from you. I look at this Tiffany She's and I'm on like... The cage. That looks like Tiffany... And that looks like Tiffany. Mm-hmm. Okay, before you can do anything, I rip the pearl of power out of your hand and I give you the staff of Python. <laughs> I just slam it into your hands. <laughs> Tiffany, the two fight in your mind, but um, uh, you uh, you uh, still control. Oh, well, I guess Lang Lang leaves you, but Shigambi, sorry, Moa, Moa. does not enter you. What? Do I know that that did that work? You can't tell. Are you you? Yes, of course. I don't know who this is. I mean, that's me. What's your name? Tiffany, she says. When the fuck? Uh, I look at Artis. What is what is Artis doing at this point? Artis looks from one Tiffany to the other with dismay and shock and a horror. And then he breaks down. Artis Simbra falls to his knees, then to his hands, and he starts weeping openly. Artis, what's happening? He shakes his head. I don't know. If you approach him, he gets up and takes a step away from you. I, I realize what Pop was trying to do. I try and get Moa in my head. Fail again. Ugh. This time you take six points of damage. Ah! That's enough for me. Oh, is it? Oh, this is the worst. Um, I I look at Valindra. It is a clone. The- I'm sorry. What? The Tiffany in the cage. She is a clone. A clone Why? of what? Why? How? What Have the you- fuck? How did How did this happen? There is a spell that can clone that person. This clone is not perfect. Valindra walks over to the cage, grabs the the lock. It's not a very strong lock, but in her hands, it turns to ice and shatters. Valindra opens the cage and without a lot of care, grabs the cage Tiffany and drags her out. Cage Tiffany does not come willingly, but Valindra is much more powerful. <laughs> she holds Tiffany up so that the cage Tiffany up so that you can see her. You see that her body is covered in cancerous looking growths and deformities. Oh fuck. Valindra says this is the result of a poorly done and without any interest clone spell. This creature is, she throws the creature in front of both of you for all intents and purposes, an exact duplicate of our Tiffany with all the same memories and such. I would assume this Tiffany has been feeding the hags information on us. How? While presumably I was not paying attention, the hags from the border ethereal must have taken some of Tiffany's hair or nails or something. Or maybe you just some at some point left some of it behind and they collected it then. Uh, I turn to clone Tiffany. What's the last thing you remember? Clone Tiffany looks up at you with tears in her eyes and starts backing away. She shakes her head and keeps crying. She starts begging for her father. I'm trying. I start crying. <laughs> I'm trying. We're going to go get him, okay? 
Tiffany, uh, Cage Tiffany is just not really listening to you. So, she starts weeping, sobbing, rocking backwards and forwards, clutching at her knees. Please, we're going to go get our father. <sighs> Come with us, that's, okay? We're going to go get him. That's the real Tiffany, though. Our Tiffany's the real Tiffany. This is our Tiffany. I would know if she was a clone. You What, you can tell clones? Yes. Well, what's the giveaway on a clone? There's a magical residue. Right. So you see this. Could they have swapped the clone out? Potentially. It has not happened, though. I would have noticed. Why is Artis so broken? <laughs> Why did it fuck him up so badly? I suppose it's like a we Like, if if we stumbled across a... B- a sickly version of our... Sickly. You know what? It'd probably shit my brain in half. It would shit your brain in half. Yeah, That's right. If we were going on a park adventure and we opened one of the tunnels and found deformed Adam... We would be very concerned. I think I'd lie in front of a bus. You're right. Artisimur kind of gets back up, walks over, puts his back up against the wall, slides down, just puts his head in his hands. He is a broken man. This jungle has taken so much from him. How how was she able to relay information back to the hags by spying on us, though? This Tiffany knew everything that our Tiffany knew. They were presumably researching us before the fight. They clearly did not know that I could see them, though. Hmm. Or perhaps they thought they could take us. I don't know. It is potentially possible that uh, the doppelganger in our group was maybe feeding them information as well. I'm not sure. Valindra. Wait, what the f- did? What? Valindra turns around to look at Biff. Biff starts sweating bullets. I am on Biff so fast, Adam. I have never moved this fast in my life. He drops his weapon, starts backing away. No, it's not true. I pin him to the floor with an immovable rod. It's not true. I pin him to the floor with the second immovable rod. This man cannot move. His skin and flesh ripples and he becomes a doppelganger. And then he says, wait, wait, wait. I wasn't working for them. Who are you working for? As his flesh and body ripples, you realize that this entire time he has not been moving his lips. You have been telepathically hearing him. He has never spoken. My name is Pox. I am a doppelganger, yes, but I do not work for I do not work for Azarak or any of his minions. Who do you work for? I'm counting to five. I work for Pox. I am my own. Five. I, I hitched my Four, wagon with the company of the Yellow three, Banner, hoping to find treasure. Two. All you wanted was treasure? Yes. I thought I could steal some from them. Then I got trapped in the mirror. Then you rescued me. And if I'm being honest, I think this group is a bit too hazardous to steal money from. Hence why I haven't. You just seemed the safest way out of here. Give me the stuff. I give. I I thrust the staff into his hands. Slam the staff into Pox's mouth hole. Does he, he have doesn't a mouth? have. No, he doesn't have a mouth hole. Well, just where it should be. Okay. And I hope that Moa takes. Oh, oh! You try to give him Moa. Yeah. yeah. He tentatively grasps the staff. What do you want? Uh, uh, the spirit of Moa launches at him, and you see it dissipate against his chest. But that always happens, even if you succeed on the throw. Turn invisible. Uh, okay. Uh, I can't do that. No, you can. If Moa's in your head, you could turn invisible. Oh, oh, okay, yes. <laughs> he turns invisible. Come back. He comes back. Yeah, he's still pinned underneath two yeah. of the rods. He <laughs> yeah. can't go fucking anywhere. 
Is that tell us again why you were their group? I it was the safest way out. He says. Who do you work for? I don't work for anyone. I work for myself. I'm a free agent. All right then, you can stay on the floor for now. Take the staff back. <laughs> As he slowly gets up, no, 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 no. He's still pinned. Oh, he's still pinned to the floor. Oh, never mind then. Valindra steps over him and crushes his head. <gasps> I forget that she's evil. What? She waves a hand, and uh, you hear Adam. the corpse starts moving. Cass and Adam. Why did you do that? Valindra, why did you do that? I thought we had information to learn from him. We did not. Why did you do that after not telling us? I thought there is uh, power to information, and there is more power to information you have that someone else does not. Knowing that he was a spy helped me. Or helped us, I would say. Stomping on a man's head when he has confessed to no crime while he is pinned to the floor feels like an evil act, Adam. Well, guess what, Tom? <laughs> yeah. Would you, would you describe that as someone doing evil? Who's in your head right now? Shigambi. Look, you could, make, you could easily make the argument that it is an evil act, yes. You could very easily make that argument. Lying to us would also be a pretty evil act, eh? Not telling us that there was a spy in our group. I don't think that's an evil act. Her reasoning... It's conniving. Yeah, it's conniving. conniving. Her reasoning is that not letting the spy know that she knew about the spy might be helpful information, or might be a helpful turnabout at a later point. I mean, it checks. Belinda, can we take our rods back? Of course. I I grab my rod. As I said before we entered this dungeon, my goals are your goals. And while you cannot trust a person you deem you would call evil, while you cannot trust that, you can trust human nature. Or, in this case, lich nature. I will always work in my greatest interest, as presumably will you. And my greatest interest is that this party stays as strong as possible. So why not tell us that we had a spy in our midst? Because he was helping us regardless. Anything else that you've decided to keep to yourself? No. I'm going to count to five. Hop, don't. Five. Hop. Anything else? Four. Nothing else you want to share with the class? She puts her hands on her hips. I can't wait to see the or else. Three. Pop, what are you doing? Two. Pop. I jump on his back and pin him with a rod again. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> uh, I'm going to make that another cont- contested athletics check. Uh, yeah, you attempt to grapple Pop, but you cannot. Pop is, without the help of a certain someone, Pop is a lot more powerful than you. Do I? Am I aware, though, that Tiffany has tried to stop me? Yeah, of course. You peeled her off you. I look, Tiffany, I don't. So, you're the only person closest to hear me. Just say under my breath, Big Leaf. Oh. oh, oh. <laughs> and then, just look at Valindra and, and just, there's a lot of rage in me, Adam. It is palpable. Just, if I find out that you have been lying to us, 
I will punch you so hard, your skeleton will fall out the back of your fake fucking body. Valindra, every moment that you choose not to kill us is a moment I consider a blessing. Thank you. With the smoke from the cauldron cleared and with the Hewn sisters dead, you can now see quite clearly the giant stone door that bars your passage, presumably further into the dungeon. This 12-foot-high, 10-foot-wide door is made of green stone, its surface carved with grinning goblin skeletons. A belt of smooth stone spans the door at a height of four feet, set with five gold symbols in a row, a triangle, a square, a pentagon, a hexagon, and an octagon. Each symbol is engraved on a recessed circular seal. Wait, so this this door doesn't have the skulls in it that we have? So the skulls wear the keys. It's part of their head. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. There's no hole for me to put the key them in? No, it looks like it's shut off. So it's a door that leads to another door. No, it's a door with a lock on it, but the the lock or locks have like a shutter over them preventing you from inserting the key. Can I inspect a bit more? Or is there really not more to see than that? No. There are several other rooms around here. They go around in all directions. There's one to your, let's say... Let's call them, there's one to your two o'clock, one to your six o'clock, one to your, hmm, what would that be, eight o'clock. Is they're all around. One to your nine o'clock and one to your ten o'clock. I say we start with a triangle. Surely that's the easiest one, right? What do you mean? Well, it goes three, four, five, six, eight. I'd... Sure, sure. Um, Horns. Yeah? Do you have a moment for a private conversation over here? I look at Cage Tiffany. How's she doing? She's in a corner, shivering. Artisembra and Flask of Wine are tending to her. Valindra Shadow Mantle, the corpse of Biff Longsteel, Tlad the Drow, uh, Starfallen's not joining them, and Lucanu are approaching the triangle door without you. Okay, but make it quick. Right. Um, Just on your radar, what the fuck are we going to do about the fact that you have a fucking clone? Take her with us. Okay, look. Hey, Dad, got you back from death. Here is another daughter cloned from my body. Hmm. I will back you in with whatever you want to do about her, but we need to do something about her. Well, let's just keep her safe for now, okay? Uh, Okay. Also, we need to bear in mind that there is every chance she will try to betray us. No, she wouldn't. She's been in a cage for a very long time. Makes people do fucked up things. I wouldn't. Yes, but you're not her. She's me, though. Tangential, sort of. You've never had siblings, so you don't understand, but it's kind of like having someone who's similar to you. The triangle keyhole opens. Valindra, Tlad, Lucanu, (laughs) (coughs) and the corpse of Biff Longsteel step outside of the triangle door. For that was easy. Told you. I walk over to the square door. Artisimber and Flask of Wine are sitting this one out. They're tending to, to... Cage Tiffany. You open the room to the trial of the square. This room is filled with flying sheets of parchment, with writing on the pages visible as they flutter by. A metal plate bolted onto the far wall is set with a ghostly lever. When you say a ghostly lever, Adam, do you mean a non-corporeal lever? Incorporeal, yes. It's yeah. a lever that looks to be ghost. <laughs> a lever that looks to be ghost. Valindra and Tlad enter the room as if they had no care in the world. 
they walk through and the flutters of paper go around them. You, It looks safe. Yeah, I'm, absolutely. Follow, follow, follow. Yeah, follow. Valindra inspects the lever and concludes, standing back up, she like bent over a little bit to inspect it. Standing back upright, she says, we will not be able to touch this lever while we are on the material plane. She passes a hand over it and it goes straight through the lever. The lever is trapped within the border ethereal. One of us must be able to travel there to touch it. Uh, the star fallen? So on further inspection... Valindra turns to you and says, does anyone here have chalk? Uh, no. No. There appears to be some sort of magic concerning the lever. Oh, really? What a fucking surprise. No. I nudge Tom. I mean, sorry. <clears throat> I elbow pop. <laughs> I would guess that chalk would trigger a magical effect upon the plate that will make the lever actionable by creatures in the mortal realm. What's with all the fucking paper? I would guess it was part of the trial somehow. I think if we interact with the paper, then something will happen, whether or not that is the intended solution. Why, I'm in the last room. In the last room, there was a glass cylinder with a small hole in it. I deduced that, well, it took me uh, too long, as it were, to deduce this, but... If we were to stand around the cylinder in the triangle, the magic upon it would make the the glass cylinder was invulnerable to damage. But if we stood around in the triangle, the glass cylinder would become brittle. However, there was a hole in the glass cylinder, and Tlad, she gestures to the drow, was able to turn gaseous and enter the cylinder without any assistance. Right. Oh, uh, the lever was in the cylinder. All right, gas man, fucking make the stick go. Talad shakes his head. I can't turn ethereal. I can turn into gas. I mean, I'm sure you could if you tried hard enough. Well, surely we can find chalk somewhere, right? Does it have to be chalk? I would say any type of chalk is fine, but it must be chalk. Mm, Ink or uh, other or charcoal is not enough. I don't think I have any chalk. Well, there were witches here, right? Um, I can determine some sort of conjuration, summoning magic within this room. So I think if we interact with the paper, something will be conjured. Whether or not that is chalk, though, is <laughs> I do not know. Can you read? Can I read any of the papers as they fly past? Is it in English? Is it in Elvish? What? Uh, sorry, is it in Common? Get a good boy card. Hey, you get a very good look at one of them as it flies by. Maybe it slams into your face. <laughs> Fuck! It's a a spell of let's say spike growth, and it tears off your face again and launches itself back into the room. It's a magical scroll. They're spells. So the one that just hit me in the face was spike growth. I can already do that. Um, Just saying. (laughs) Um, If we try to grab them, though, I suspect whatever we grab will happen. We might have to just keep like looking at them, see if we can see something that does chalk or allows you to go ethereal to pull the lever I'm sure the with plane of existence. I'm sure with enough uh, attempts, we will find. You're saying uh, actually, Big V, <laughs> you can't uh, you can't make ghost. <laughs> I can't make ghost. She says. Well, it seems I could be a pretty handy power to have as a as an all powerful lich, I suppose. Ah, uh, can you? No, but 
I'm not an all-powerful lich, am I? I'm going to start reading. (laughs) (laughs) Don't grab him. I put my hands behind my back. (laughs) I don't know if that's true, but it just feels like as soon as you grab it, whatever the spell is will happen. That's a good guess. That seems like. Although the triangle jaw had a triangle thing. Can we stand in a square? Do you suggest that? Uh, Have we tried standing in a square? We could attempt this, but I do not think that is the magic of the room. The star fallen shakes her head. She begrudgingly agrees with Philandra. You can stand in a square if you want, though. No, no, I'm not going to because... I go to stand in a square. Do you bail on me? You go to stand in a square. Yeah. But the nice, beautiful star fallen told us we don't have to. And your other mum, Valindra, also told you you don't have Valindra to. Valindra said it wouldn't work, and then Starfall and said you can give it a go, but I don't think it would work. Are you going to stand in a square, Cash? Yeah. Lucanu joins the square. I mainly join the square. <laughs> Maybe My wife and friend are in a square. Tlad <clears throat> was about to join the square, but the Starfall and does instead. It was like kind of almost a coin flip, you could see. Talad. Also was kind of like, it's not going to work, but I don't want to be mean. And then the Starfallen jumps in and he's like, oh, don't have to. Nothing happens. I think it was worth a shot. Well done, Pop. I try and read some more scrolls. All right. You try to grab one? No. I try and read them. Did you just say, well done, Pop? Yeah. Pop is silent. <laughs> Pop's having it. Pop's having a fucking day. It's a day and a half for you, Pop. Big leaf. It's a spell of confusion. You see one flutter past. I don't grab it. Can I keep glancing at the others? You can keep glancing if you want. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I also want to glance, see what we can see. Both of you search for, let's say, a solid 10 minutes. Highs or lows? Highs. And Pop? Uh, also highs. Pop, you see a passing spell that has the word ethereal in it. Spell scrolls are complicated things, so to get the entire gist of what the spell does takes more than just the brief glance, but you see one spell sheet flutter past you and you see the word ethereal on it. Adam, I grab it immediately. I don't even hesitate. How's it lows? Lows. You immediately lose it in the crowd. You know about Fuck. where it is. You've got to go searching for it. Fuck me. I found it. What? Where? In here. <sighs> Pop, you see it again? Grab it. Make- Let's yeah. go. Lows again, man. Ooh, you fe- no 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 sorry. This is a you're making a dexterity saving throw. You fail. What if I plus a d8 after making a saving throw, Adam? You only need one more to- one more point. So hey. spend that card, and you snatch it out of the air. You can see that it has a big heading on it that says etherealness. I chuckle and think to myself, "Fuck, wizards are dumb at naming shit." <laughs> etherealness. Um. Well, we can touch them because I've touched this and I'm fine. Uh, who wanted to do the spell then? Oh, Cass, please. You actually, do you ask that question? Who wanted to? Oh, okay. Uh, Adam, <laughs> as soon as Tiffany's finished asking who wanted to do the spell, then I'm attempting to make myself ethereal. Yeah, as I start asking, I trail off and you are already casting the spell. Why, why waste my breath, you know? You attempt to cast from the spell scroll. You successfully attempt to cast from the spell scroll. Fuck. If I'd have yes. failed, would I have been cursed? No, you wouldn't have been cursed. Like how we aged up you that time. You just would have fucked it up and then the spell scroll would have been used, but you wouldn't have the etherealness spell. Ah, oh, good. I oh would have my... made more friends. So, Pop. Yes. You 
feel yourself something grab you round the navel and drag you forward. Oh no. You feel yourself slip from the material realm into the ethereal plane. Everything around you takes on like a a ghostly sort of vibe. So how can I describe it? You know those two white dreadlocks people from the Matrix? Yes. (laughs) The world kind of takes on that sort of a... Like everything has that ghostly, sickly look to it. You see just all around you, there are the sad, sulken forms of people. They're sitting in corners. They're lying on the ground. Some of them are just softly sobbing, some of them absolutely wailing, and some of them are just quietly maybe rocking backwards and forwards. A couple are just stock still doing nothing. These are all ghosts? These are all adventurers who have died within this dungeon. Jesus Christ. When you stepped through... Everyone else started looking around, searching for you, except Valendra, who's just looking straight at you. Give her the bird. <laughs> she. Who's an all-powerful lich now? Can we see Pop or not anymore? No, you can't see Pop. Could she hear and see me? Yeah. So did she hear me and see me say, who's an who's a all-powerful lich now? Yes. <laughs> Great. Did she say anything? She looks at you and says, pull the lever. <laughs> I... Very cockily, stride over to the lever. Okay. And I pull it. You pull the lever. All of you hear a distant thunking sound. Mm. Adam? Yeah? How do I become normal again? So, here's the issue. Not only... Ah, fuck! Not only can you just not become normal until the spell ends, you have attracted the attention of an interplanar being. Adam? What does that mean? It means that the door to the room is torn open, but only on the, on the only in the ethereal plane. Tiffany, Can Valindra see this? Valindra sees it. She, with her arms folded, gives you a wiry smile and says nothing. A large creature. Have you? Have we encountered Vrox before? I don't think so. Vrox. There's an image. Everything's an, a big fucking evil bird. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's it a... looks fucking horrific. I hate it. Yeah. Ah. Uh, Hey, Adam. Yeah. Pop doesn't know this, but uh, Tom would like to. How long does uh, etherealness last for? Etherealness? Why, it only lasts for eight hours. Really? Yeah. Hang on. Am I a ghost for the next eight hours? Yeah. <laughs> Learn to talk to your companions. You could have just been told this. Ah, but how have we been able to get it to work? How would you have been able to get what to work? The etherealness. You could have picked someone else. Valindra wouldn't have had much trouble with the fight ahead. Or, look, hey, you could have just been ready for the fact that you will be ethereal. And Valindra could have told you that this was going to happen as well. You just... You just did everything. Adam, you give me the rope and then I hang myself. (laughs) It's good. The creature launches at you and attacks you. With its beak, it hits. With its talons, it misses. All right. Oh, I've got to remember all my powers. Biting down upon you, it only deals 10 points of damage. Pop. And it's <laughs> your turn. All right, you ugly son of a fucking bitch. Um, okay. So I'm going to Zephyr Strike. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
Shigambi plus my other attacks and factoring in if I miss, let me know. And uh, I'll re-roll damage for my second attack. All four are hits. You do Zephyr. Let's re-roll the one that gets the Zephyr the strike, strike bonus. bonus. Yeah. yeah, that should be just let's let's apply that as a blanket rule, Adam. That's the one I always want to re-roll. Yeah, that was worth it. No critical hits, though. I noticed. What's up with that? Mm. That's not like me. No, it isn't. <sighs> oh, Plus eight God. damage for each attack. So hey, is Shigambi like here? Thirty-two. Shigambi's in your head. Shigambi's with you. But like. Can, is Shigambi like, can I see Shigambi? Can I see the other ones that are attached to the objects that I have, even though I don't have them out? No, they don't really work like that. Oh, man, I don't know how ghosts work. Fucking no. eight hours. Fuck me. Can I, int- can I interact with the... Co- I can't do shit for eight hours. Oh, Adam, this is the fucking worst. You're stuck in the border ethereal. Oh, can't talk to you. You cannot talk to me. Pretty much as soon as the thing clicks, I realize and I say, how how long is this going to last for? To Valindra. Valindra is looking somewhere else with a smile, like a, like, a, like a pleasant smile on her face. You've never seen her look so happy. No, you have. <laughs> You've never seen her look so <laughs> like someone else is getting their just comeuppance. <laughs> Valindra dully answers back to you of it will take about eight hours unless I tell him how to come back out. Could you please tell him we'll we'll need him? One moment, she says. Can I did I hear that? Yeah, it sounded like distant echoing. Not Tiffany. Did I hear Valindra? You heard them both, yeah. The Vrock attacks you twice more. It misses with its beak this time, but it hits you with its talons. I don't care. I'm going to kill Valindra. <laughs> you take eight points of slashing damage. Adam, I'm going to go again. 28 plus 24 is 40. 52. I believe that's enough. Yep, you kill it. You slash <sighs> the Brock's head clean off. It hits the ground. I put my sword away and just look at Valindra. Just like... Hatred pouring out of my face at her face. She instructs you on how to release concentration on the etherealness spell. How? Is there a trick? Yeah, you just like, it's a thing that you're, you didn't even realize you were subconsciously concentrating on it. It's just in the back of your mind. It's like, it's like how you imagine suddenly discovering that you were forcing your heart to beat and realizing you could stop it. Okay. Yeah. That's a cool, pleasant thing. I'm just going to. I'm really aware of my heart now. <laughs> um, I come, do I come, I'm coming back, and I assume I'm covered. I'm like had an injury, and also covered in bird blood. Yes. Right. Oh my god! What happened? I don't know, Valindra. What happened? Valindra turns around and starts leaving. I got attacked by something that exists in the ghost realm. She watched. I guess you didn't really need the help. <laughs> Get a good boy card. <laughs> Fucking acid. But it's technically a compliment. Pop takes it as such. <laughs> hmm. I guess you're right. And now, a word from our sponsors. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. 
Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Players love to zig when you expect them to zag. It's just one of those forces of nature like gravity. Oh, hey, here's the old crone with a treasure map, players. What's that? You've become obsessed with supporting this tavern and the three big boys financially, turning it into the city's premier hotspot for adventurers? Well, I understandably was unprepared for that. You've zigged. I expected you to zag. Luckily, there's Describe. Places, monsters, people, whatever you need with box descriptions written by a team of award-winning professionals that you can just whip out on the fly when you find yourself suddenly having to populate a city or fill a dungeon unexpectedly. So if you want to never be caught with your pants down, if you want to be able to act like you expected your players to become suddenly interested in supporting small businesses instead of high adventure, just visit Describe.com, that's D-S-C-R-Y-B.com slash nerds and use the code nerds. Nerds at checkout to save 10%. Once again, that's dscryb.com slash nerds and nerds to get 10% off. I follow Valindra. All right. She is to- my mother. <laughs> <laughs> you head to the trial of the Pentagon. The delicious aroma of spiced meat greets you. At the end of a 20-foot long corridor, a room opens up with red tapestries covering the walls. A feast is spread out on three tables consisting of roast boar, squash stew, a tray of iced cakes, and flagons of frothy beer complete the banquet. A gaunt human male in a dusty black suit quietly arranges the items on the cake table. Taking notice of your intrusion, without a word, he gestures for you to come forward and sample the feast. I've seen Pan's Labyrinth. He's going to put eyes in Who do you have in your head? Me? Yeah. Uh, Shigambi. And do you have anyone in your head? No. So what do you do? Fuck, I hate that one. I hate that one. It's like, who do you have in your head? Oh, yep, cool, great. Um, We shouldn't eat this food. We definitely shouldn't eat this food, right? Have you entered the room? Yeah. Okay. I walk in cautiously. And yeah, I'm going to say then you two have entered the room. Flaskovan and Artis are tending still to our, uh, caged evening. Lucanu has entered the room. Biff, the corpse of Biff Longsteel. I shouldn't call him that. His name was Pox. The corpse of Pox enters the room. The Starfallen does not enter the room, but Valindra does. Is everything okay? I ask of the Starfallen. Uh, Shakes her head slowly and says, I'll wait here just in case. The room is quite small, so it's kind of not unreasonable. Okay. You are, all of you are kind of shoulder to shoulder right now. Well, not shoulder to shoulder, but this... There's like, you guys have come in, and that's kind of all the room there is. Where's Talad? Is he outside as well? No, Talad came in. Oh, no, actually, no, Talad is with the Starfallen outside. 
they're standing like five, exactly five feet apart. They refuse to stand next to each other. Beautiful. Tide's a piece of shit, and I hate him. Going to kill him too. Stuffhorn's too pure. She, she could never taint herself like that. Stuffhorn's the only good I've ever seen in the world. That hurts, Tiffany. (laughs) (laughs) It should. There are, I believe it wasn't mentioned before, there are five red tapestries hanging from iron rods bolted to the walls in the room. I might go around and view the tapestries. Each of them is made up of pentagonal patches stitched together. Cool. You inspect all of them in turn? Yep. On the southwestern wall, you see something more. There's a subliminal devil's face cleverly hidden in the design of the tapestry. The devil's open mouth forms a pentagon. Hmm. Is there any? If I, start- it's just like a gaping black hole. Yeah. If I study the tapestry a bit more, is it? Is it literally just that's it to it? Just a hidden devil's face, or is, is it like what? What's on the tapestry? Mm, you can see there's some obvious magic about it, Tiffany. Your arcana is pretty decent. You can see it's some sort of p- tiny portal. It's a portal big enough for maybe an arm and nothing else. Maybe to reach through and pull a lever, Adam. Yeah, or maybe to reach through and get bitten by a devil. Do I have any sticks on me? No, but we have a zombie. Valindra, can we borrow pox? Valindra walks over and inspects it as well. She nods and says, I agree with your assessment. Creature, put your arm through. Pox puts his undead arm through. If there is a lever, pull it. You hear a, a shinking sound outside in the main room. Thank you very much, Pox. Valindra, thank you. You're very Thank well. you, Valindra. I would be careful if I were you in leaving the room. She gestures to the to the meals on the various table. She gestures to the roast board, the squash stew, the iced cakes, and the frothy beer, and says, it would be impolite to not accept a meal when it is offered. <sighs> Fuck me. I look at Tiffany. I look at Valindra. Look I have for Valindra is just hate, and I sit down to have some food. Valindra Shadow Mantle walks over to the frothy beer pot, picks it up, and as she brings the flagon to her lips, the illusion around her face falls, and you can see the the lich skeletal structure beneath. What is left of her body is mostly bone, but there is quite a bit of flesh still to it. Yuck. When she drinks from the frothy beer, instead of going into her stomach, it splashes out of her neck and down the front of her of her uh, robe. She drinks like parts of the Caribbean. <laughs> she drinks heartily from the flagon and puts it down. As she puts it down, the illusion uh, like comes back on and she looks clean and untouched by age or time or frothy beer. Bringing the illusion down and putting it back up was just for you, Pop. No one else saw it. Why, Adam? You've been so mean to her. She knows you. Can, she can get you like this. Yeah, I know. And she, you can't do anything about it. No. She had some. It would be impolite for me not to also have some, but also I know that she didn't actually taste any of it or ingest any of it. Therefore, she is fine. Talad the Drow follows Valindra's uh, example. He thinks, he cl- quite clearly thinks that if Valindra's doing it, it must be safe. So he also drinks the frothy beer. Wait, he, he swallows? Yep. All right. Well, yeah, I, I, abs- I have some. After his first mouthful, he puts it down and you see he like has kind of an almost shocked expression on his face. Do you still drink? What happened? It's like the, it is at my lips and I like 
There's a bit of froth that's just tickled my little turtle nose. I feel good, he says. It's I, good beer. I neck it. <laughs> Get a good boy card. Tiffany, would you like to eat or drink? I'll go drink beer. Beer seems safe. All right. Get a good boy card. Are all of the foods safe, Adam? <laughs> oh, uh, sorry, Pop. You feel Shigambi disappear from your mind. Hmm. What? She's gone. Who's gone? Um, Shigambi. Do I? Okay, so I feel that Shigambi's left. Mm-hmm. Do I still feel like I have that power? No, you've lost the power. Hmm. I... Do I feel good as well? You feel fine. You feel kind of invigorated, but like bodily you feel invigorated, but you also feel Shigambi's power leave you. Hmm. I'm going to do an experiment. I grab another flag and a beer. Mm-hmm. I put it in front of me. I pick up, I don't know, closest thing I have to hand, this amulet of health belonging to Papazotl. Mm-hmm. I pick up the amulet. Nothing happens. Hmm. Ghosts are gone. All of them. Well, I don't know for how long, but that beer made them all go. Is that good? Well, Shigami kind of made me fight a bit better. So that's a bit of a pain in the ass. Well, if it comes back, it comes back. If not, we can still do this. Maybe sure. we should leave. No one eats anything? No. no. All right, let's go on to the trial of the hexagon. A large, cracked, six-sided mirror is mounted above a stone shelf protruding from the opposite wall. Five unlit candles stand on the shelf, each made of yellow wax and covered with tiny black sigils. Scrolled on the wall above the mirror in dried blood are the words piggy, piggy, piggy. My theory with that is is the childhood game where you would say that X amount of times in front of a mirror and then Mr. Piggy would kill you. Isn't that a, a Candyman or a Bloody Mary or other mirror-related, quote, ghosts? It's something like that, certainly. Um, can I have a look? So can we see any letters in the room? Or? The Starfallen points it out. So there's the mirror yep. set on a stone shelf. Underneath the stone shelf is a semi-hidden sixth candle that is also unlit. So there are six candles evenly spaced around the room, all of them unlit. There's a stone shelf. On the stone shelf is a mirror. Above the mirror, written in blood, piggy, piggy, piggy. What do you do? We've got a lot of six candles. Put them in a pane of the mirror, right? That makes sense. That would stand to reason, Valindra says. And I start collecting candles. Yeah. You collect them? Okay. Wait. Oh, okay. They're, they're placed in front of the mirrors, aren't they? No, they're placed evenly around the room. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I, mm, I wouldn't pick them up. I just light them. Cool. Uh, can I use my thermaturgy to light them? I'd allow that. Yeah, you cast thermaturgy with like a flick of both of your wrists. All six candles light up. That was Valindra, fucking cool. Valindra makes an impressed sound. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you impressed both people. All six candles are litten. A litten? <laughs> All six candles are lighted. <laughs> Much better. What do yeah. you do? Nothing happens. Nothing happens. What is the sigil on the candles? Yeah, can we decipher the sigils at all? The tiny black sigils on each of the candles are magical script of some sort. It looks like conjuration and divination magic mixed together. Lindra. Yes. How fucking dumb would it be to say the words above the mirror into the mirror? I would give it the 50-50 shot that it would either 
summon the lever that we need, or I don't know, maybe turn you into a pig or something. Can you turn me back into me? Um, I could, yes. You know what? That'll have to do. All right, get ready, folks. I pull out my sword. Mm-hmm. I pull out my rapier. And I say, piggy, 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 into the mirror. In the mirror, you see on the northern wall a uh, a lever in the mirror. It appears. Is it on the? I look to the northern wall. Can I see it? You can't there? see it. You can only see it in the mirror. Using the mirror, I walk towards mm-hmm. where I think the lever is. I just sort of reach out to where the lever is in the mirror, and I pull it down. You feel nothing, but as you do the action, the lever is pulled in the mirror. You all hear a dull shink in the main room. Huh. Let's leave. <laughs> the trial of the octagon. The ceiling of this plaster-walled room is 15 feet high. A leather-backed tome rests open atop a wooden lectern bolted to the floor. Set into the wall behind the lectern are eight human skeletons, arranged so that they appear to be falling and screaming. Valindra, uh, let me know when you enter the room. Valindra enters the room. Biff enters the room. Tlad enters. Yes, we'll jump in. All right, yeah, and in. both of you jump in. I'm going to say Lucanu waits outside. She mutters something about this being some bullshit brain nonsense. Oh, She's not happy. My God, woman. you'll marry her. Yep. You'll marry her so quickly. As the Starfallen is entering, Arda Simbra calls out from the main room for her. She looks indecisive for a second, but then turns around and heads towards Ardis's voice. You approach the lectern, I'm going to assume. Well, yeah, we walk into the room and that's the only thing you can be near, correct? Yeah. Yeah, there's kind of just the lectern. The, the roof is abnormally high, the ceiling, sorry. The ceiling to this room is 15 feet high. That's not abnormally high. Uh, yeah, you've been in rooms that have been taller, okay, but it cool. is quite tall. It is, is it, fairly tall. Is it taller than all the other rooms we've been in? Not in, all On this level? No, the main room is taller than this. Okay, no, sorry. Out of all the little puzzle rooms we've just been doing. This is definitely the tallest out of the puzzle rooms. It would be the highest point on this level so far. Yeah. Cool. yeah. So while it is not taller than the main room, it reaches higher than the main room because it starts Skeletons higher. falling. Lectern. Mm-hmm. As you approach the lectern, you can see that there is a thin line on the... The lectern sits on kind of like one step up. That one step up has a thin line all around it. You can see that it may be... Can, uh, it, there's, something, there's something going on with the floor. Can I inspect it for traps? You detect no obvious traps, Tiffany. You can't tell exactly what the purpose of this this uh, gap is. Tweezy, can I try and look through it? It's not big enough to look through. I'll go over to the lectern and have a look at the tome. There is a nursery rhyme written in the book. Uh, it is written in Infernal. Oh, we we speak in final. We speak in final. Hey, he's a nursery rhyme. He's in final. I need to know from this point forwards, every single time your characters speak. Okay. So if anyone says anything, I need to know. Valindra is also reading over your shoulder, Tiffany. Can I just read it in Infernal? You can read it. Yeah, yeah. Feel but free to read it. But can this I, can is I just read ca- it for the benefit of yep. I want to say these words in Infernal, but this isn't Pop saying them out loud in Infernal, Adam? So, so Tom and Cass, yeah. you can say the nursery rhyme. That's fine. Just tell me if your character is saying it. Yeah, cool. okay. Page back with, one. Back. <laughs> We're not going to say the pages? We're not going to say the pages? Okay. Page one. one. 
Backward, backward, eight to one. No, we don't just say the pages. It fucks the rhyme up. Let's start again. Yep. Backward, backward, eight to one. Speak the rhyme until it's done. Keep the spider locked away. See the lever clear as day. Spin, spin, iron spider. Turn their flesh and bones to cider. Speak the rhyme and meet your fate. Forward, forward, one to eight. <laughs> Jumanji. I I have read this and it seems like super clear instructions. Yes. Is anyone speaking? Oh, then I guess, look, there's no reason for me not to speak. So I'd say, well, that seems obvious enough. So um, do we say it out loud? I don't know if we should go forward or backwards. If we go backward, backward, eight to one. You can't. Whatever you do, the next sentence you have to say has to be the rest of the rhyme. You've 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 started it. If you say you said backward, backward, like <laughs> fuck. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yes. I want to lock eyes with pop. Like, oh no. <laughs> uh, every other NPC leaves. <laughs> That's not a joke. <laughs> Valendra gestures and then shakes her head in like a I'm so sorry sort of thing. But every NPC leaves. They're just waiting at the door looking at you. We make pull eye contact sword. and I, I pull out my rapier. Speak the, the rhyme, rhyme until, until it's done. done. Keep, Keep the spider locked away. See the lever clear as day. And then we start looking around. Nothing happens. Spin, spin, iron spider, turn their flesh to bones to cider. Speak the rhyme and meet your fate. Forward, forward, one to eight. Immediately. Click. Above you, like the sound of a lawnmower begins. The roof above you, you look up, it looked like one smooth stone slab. Actually, it was plaster. It crumbles away immediately and then is destroyed in the arms of a giant spinning blade. You can see that the blade is fashioned to look like a spider with eight arms. It, you feel like air rustling about on you, blowing your clothes. I immediately slam my sorters into the ground as hard as I can. The wind does not have nearly enough force to drag you upwards. However, the reverse gravity spell definitely does. With like a sound, it, everything feels like you've just been turned upside down. You now, everything in your body is screaming at you that the spider is down. <laughs> you both begin to fall. I conjure rope trick. All right. First things first, I'm going to get both of you to make dexterity saving throws. (laughs) (laughs) Tiffany, you pass. You grab the lectern and you're fine. Pop. You succeed. You manage to, having jammed Holy Avenger into the floor, you manage to stop yourself from falling. Both of you are dangling in what feels like a midair. Tiffany, the lectern, the book is, the f- first off, the book is glued to the lectern so it doesn't fall. The lectern is bolted to the floor. So gr- even with you grabbing onto it, the, you, you are fine. The lectern is in no way in danger of giving out. Holy Avenger, on the other hand, is definitely sliding out. But you have a turn to act. Pop your rod. Oh, yeah. I click the immovable rod underneath my feet. 
All right, you want to stand on the immovable rod? Sit on like a broomstick. What are you doing? Oh yeah, I'm gonna sit on it like a witch. <laughs> All right, Cass, thank you. That works. Yeah, bang. Oh fucking hell! Where's the fucking lever? Uh, you see no lever. You did it wrong. No well, levers appeared. W- well, it was really specific about the order, and the order was reversed when you start reading it. So maybe we just read it backwards. Do it again. But the other way, right? Sure. I'm going to get both of you to make another dexterity saving throw to just maintain your grip. Pop, you're going to get advantage because you're kind of sitting on the immovable rod. Horns, your rod. I, can I click my rod in? I'll allow that. After a minute, the reverse gravity effect ends and both of you with like a thump land on the floor. Where were we standing, Adam? You were standing right next to the lectern. Where that weird thing is on the floor? Weird thing. You know how you were like, oh, there's a yeah, weird that, pen on the floor? Yeah, uh, you're not, well, you're inside it. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. Yeah. Horns, I beckon you to step out of that. Oh, oh, oh. All right. Click the immovable rod I- into place. Uh-huh. Just to be sure. We need to put it above us, too. It's like, yeah. Oh, yeah, we click our immovable rods so that they we're at least holding onto them with both hands. So that if we flip upside down, we'll be holding onto them. We can pull ourselves yep. up onto them. Right. So we're going in the backwards. Re- yes. Okay. Forward, forward, forward one, one to eight. eight. Speak, speak the rhyme and meet your fate. fate. Turn the flesh to bones inside. Spin, spin, iron spider. See the lever clear as day. Keep the spider, Keep the spider locked away. away. Speak, speak the, the rhyme until it's done. Backward, backward, backward eight, eight to one. one. A secret compartment hidden in the leg of the lectern opens up, <sighs> revealing a brass lever inside. Oh, gosh, I pull the lever. All right. You hear a dull shk, and you presumably can now insert the skeleton keys. What other trials await our intrepid heroes? And are any other ones just a nice meal? Find out next time on Once Upon a Time in Zombie Plagued Chumps. Hey, dickhead, are you thirsty for more Sans Pants? Let us shoot our long, hot ropes of content right into your gaping ear holes. Head to sanspantsradio.com to check out all 26 of our public podcasts and become a member of Sans Pants Plus to check out 20 more bonus shows and bonus feeds. That's sanspantsradio.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, fellow adventurer. If you're picking up what we're putting down and want more D&D content, we have just what you need to scratch that itch. D&D is for Nerds Plus, the symbol, not the word, where you can listen to select campaigns that were once only available to Sans Pants Plus members. The further adventures of the Grey Hill Free Company if you want shorter campaigns with beautiful guests, and D&D is for Nerds, not Ognot, where all our non-canon D&D adventures go to rest. Just search for D&D is for Nerds on your favourite podcast app of choice and join us on this epic quest of D&D podcast discovery.